for the week of May 2nd, 2021. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. A-E-I-O-U, 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 and sometimes Y. It's Joshua. I don't know the reference and I'm too tired to ask because, like you said before, it's the Sunday Night Slow Jams version of Mojo Weekly. So here's your news. Uh, not a lot of news this week, uh, so we've got other stuff to talk about later. Uh, but we'll we'll just bust out a few news items that I thought might be of interest. Sony has sold 7.8 million PS5s despite the fact that nobody can get one. Uh Crazy. They they announced this during an earnings call last week. So, like I said, getting your hands on a PS5 has been nearly impossible, in part thanks to a global semiconductor shortage. Uh, industry analysts believe you might not reasonably be able to pop into your local store and buy a console until later this summer or beyond. Damn. That is insane. Yeah. Like, I, I've never heard it. So it's not that, that it's necessarily a huge demand for them. Obviously, there is demand, but it's not like they're just selling out because they're making millions of them and millions of them. They're, yeah. they're just they're unable to meet demands. Yeah, like, liter- like literally unable to meet demand. Um, so uh, it's uh, the, the PS5 is selling roughly on pace, maybe a little ahead of the PS4. Really? Um, so uh, Sony said that the company plans to outpace the PS4's second year figures of 14.8 million consoles, hmm. but was clear that the company likely won't be able to produce more consoles than that, despite demand. So good for them, right? Good for yeah. them. Good job, Sony. Uh, here's one I thought you might be interested in. Publisher Pixin Love Games and developer Aurora Game Studio have announced Nightmare Busters Rebirth, a revival, oh, a revival of a game developed in 1994 for the Super Nintendo, but never released. Weird, and that that did get like a fanslation, didn't it? Like a fan release of that Nightmare yeah. Busters. Yeah, probably. Um, I, 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 this is the first I've ever heard of this game. Um, I figured wow. you, I figured you'd probably have more uh, knowledge about it than I would. Yeah, I don't know who unearthed the copy or who got that. Like, uh, what was it a developer kit version of it or whatever? But it was at MGC. It must have been six six years ago, and and it was un, it was just uncovered, and everyone was very excited about it. And then I kind of looked at it and said. Huh, looks like you're uh, a little leprechaun running around in a beat 'em up game. It was pretty strange looking. Yeah. But it was uh it'll be available for consoles and PC. Uh those specific consoles were not announced. Uh initially developed in 1994 by Arcade Zone on Super Nintendo Nightmare Busters was unfortunately never officially released. It is supposedly packed with frantic action. And it's a 2D action title of the run-and-gun genre in the tradition of action arcade games. The story follows Flynn and Floyd, two nightmare-hunting leprechaun brothers, through six varied and colorful environments in their journey to thwart the plans of the diabolical tyrant. The game is under the watchful eye of some of the original creators, and uh, it makes a point to honor or of honor to keep the foundations of the original work while enjoying the enhancements of modern gameplay and developing tools. So, wow. To this, uh, I respond a, an emphatic meh. 
<laughs> nice. Glad I could please you. Uh, and then our final little tidbit of news, and this barely counts as news. Uh, the official Japanese Twitter account for the Yakuza spinoff Judgment has shared several clips, seven to be exact, that appear to be from the sequel previously teased for a May 7th reveal. So that's coming up in a few days. The Twitter account mostly tweets clips from the remastered version of of Judgment released for PS5 series, Xbox series, and Stadia on April 23rd. But it recently shared a number of clips that show the protagonist fighting enemies in a newer setting. So stay tuned till later this week, and maybe we'll talk about Judgment 2 next Sunday night. Sweet nice that's it for our news man slow week so let's move on to the new releases slow news week for this week's edition of sunday slow jams mojo weekly all right uh here we go new releases sari s-a-y-r-i uh the beginning on pc the Hmm. colonists on ps4 xbox one and switch Here's one that uh, was an Apple Arcade uh, exclusive initially. This one is called Skate City. It is for pretty much every console and PC. And they then, must have wanted actual people to play it. Hey, hey, hey now. <laughs> uh, and then this next one, this is our pick of the week, and uh, maybe even, uh, depending on when we record next week, maybe even our game spotlight for next week, Resident Evil Village for pretty much all consoles except for Switch. Wow, super cool. I'm excited for that one. I've already got it pre-ordered. Man, I I, uh, I set foot in a GameStop for the first time in years last week. Wow. Yeah, I had a giant pile of games that I was like, you know, I'm trying to thin out my shelf a little, shelves a little bit. Um, so I took, man, probably, I don't know, 15 games to GameStop um, just because, I, you know, I could have sold them, you know, in a more, you know, probably got more money for them. But uh, I was like, I just need to get them out of here and I don't want to piss around with eBay or anything like that. So I actually got a pretty good, uh, decent chunk of change for what I took in. I, I got over 200 bucks. I feel all right about that. Nice, dude. I mean, you're contributing to their bankruptcy. So way to go. Yeah, well, here, here my thought, <laughs> my thought was I'm going to take them in. I'm going to pre-order all the... I'm going to spend all the money right away because on games that are coming out within the next month because I need to beat, <laughs> I need to beat the bankruptcy, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's race, a race against time. It's, it's a race cool. against the inevitable. So, I haven't done that in forever, but I, I have encouraged my kids to do that because while it is easy to sell on eBay and it is easy to you know get stuff on Facebook Marketplace or wherever to sell stuff, sometimes it's nice for that instant gratification when a kid's got stacks of Switch games and DS games laying around or whatever, you know, PlayStation 4 games. And it's like, you want the new Luigi's Mansion game or you want the new uh, Pokemon Snap? Let's let's go trade in some of your shit so yeah. we can go get your game. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like you like you said, I just wanted the instant like let's get him out of here. Let him give me my money and I didn't want to fart yep. around with it. I'm too busy for that shit these days. Anyway, those are the new releases. Let's move on to the game spot lights. All right, so we are going to be talking about two brand new releases this week, and uh, 
with a, a little uh, disclaimer that I haven't put a ton of time into these games, so these are more like initial impressions. All right. Um, the first nice. one, first one we're going to talk about is Returnal. Just came out for the PS5. Mm-hmm. PS5 exclusive, uh, kind of being heralded by many as you know one of the first truly next gen games. You know, um, developed exclusively cool. for a next gen console, taking advantage of all the bells and whistles that the PS5 has to offer, you know, that, you know, lightning fast loading of the SSD and uh, the dual sense, uh, the dual sense, you know, rumble vibrating, all that shit, um, all that stuff. Um, It's uh, so it's developed by Housemark, um, which was also there right away at the PS4's launch with Resogun and, uh, and, and Resogun, you know, uh, a launch game for PS4 and uh, still one of my favorite PS4 games. I just loved that game. Um, but anyway, uh, this game I almost did not buy because it is a roguelike, and uh, and I I, ju- I just can't. I th- those that genre uh, is so popular these days, and people love that genre. And and it seems like every developer out there is gotta make a roguelike these days and if especially if they're an indie mm-hmm. developer it's like hmm what am i gonna do what kind of game yep. should i make well how about a roguelike metroidvania you know uh so awesome. but um the fact that it's developed by housemark <laughs> the fact that it has kind of um bullet hell sort of uh characteristics you know very mm-hmm. vaguely it's you know people have been calling it a bullet and i'm like it's not a bullet hell this is not this is not a cave shooter this is a third person action game uh that is a roguelike um and it is very fast paced it is very tough but uh very fair and and fun um so you play uh, as as a uh, a female protagonist named Selena, I believe her name is, and uh, she's crash landed on an alien planet, and goes through this loop of you know dying and res- resurrecting and dying and resurrecting. Uh, hence the name Returnal. Um, and and so the story is very vague and um, doesn't give you a lot to go on. So you are kind of trying to piece things together as your protagonist uh, pieces them together. Um, you, The game, Josh, reminds me very much of like a third-person 3D Metroid, and I'm not talking about Other M. I'm talking mm-hmm. like maybe if Other M was good. Um, <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, yeah, you know, you go through, you know, you, it's basically like, so you're on this planet, but you're going like room to room to room. You have to go through doors to the next area, doors to the next area, doors to the next area. Sure. And enemies come and swarm around you and you run around. You kind of strafe around and shoot them as you would in Metroid. It also feels a little bit like uh, maybe Doom 2016 in that way, where you're going from room to room to room, like air, different areas. And you're moving very quickly. And every room is like its own kind of arena. And you go in and you try to figure out how to get past all the enemies in that room. In these rooms, there will be power-ups. There will be uh, different items you can collect. And of course, because it's a roguelike, once you die, these items and power-ups go away. 
Of course, they do have permanent upgrades and stuff that you can get. And plus, you have the upgrade of, like, knowledge. You know, the more you play, the more you kind of piece together, oh, here's what I have to do, here's what I have to do, making yourself smarter as you go along. Um, I've, sure. put, I've put just a few hours into the game so far, and I really, really like it, um, despite the fact that it's a roguelike. Um, in fact, that's the only thing I don't like about it, is that it's a roguelike. I prefer... Um, you know, I, it's it's the gimmicks getting you know it's beyond old to me at this point, and yeah. um, I prefer uh, design. I'm a I'm a big fan of level design. You know, because in in this, you know, it's randomly generated. The 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 the, the terrain changes every time, and and gotcha. and the the way they get around this is you know she's like she says oh the it's adapting or it's changing or something like that you know. Um, so that it kind of, they, they, they very, very, uh, organically, um, weave the structure of the game into the narrative, which I appreciate, even though it's the same gimmick I've seen in a thousand roguelikes before. So that being said, uh, you know, if you're into fast paced action games, um, this is very much the game for you, right? Hmm. Um, it's not, this isn't like a 10 out of 10 game here or or anything, at least not based on what I've played, but it's, to me, it's the kind of game where I'm like, if I want to pick up a game and play for about a half hour, I'll, I'll play a few rounds of Returnal. You know, I think that's kind of what it's going to be like for me. And it takes advantage of the new graphics and then the, you know, the the feedback and haptics back of the controller. Does it feel like a next gen, like this controller is made for this game? Yeah. It wouldn't come out on series x it couldn't be made on the switch you know something like that i mean they it totally could be made uh, come out on the series x and it could it could come out it could have come out on the ps4 and xbox one it would not have been as impressive you know those those haptics wouldn't be there the load times would probably not be they definitely would Mm -hmm. not be as snappy you know you wouldn't die and then immediately come back you know things like that you wouldn't probably just be able to bust from room to room to room without any hitches you know um yeah this this game totally could have been done it just wouldn't have been nearly as impressive um the haptics are great um sometimes i'm like do we really need the haptics you know do i need to as as she's flying the ship like do i really need to feel the engines like you know but anyway it's all nice it's it's very nice Uh, very very impressive good job guys nice work five stars (laughs) um next up is kind of uh in in terms of gameplay and gameplay style this one's the opposite uh this is new pokemon snap oh yeah which i know you've been interested in have you picked this up yet i have not no so i I got no experience with either of these games i never even heard of returnal before but pokemon snap i haven't picked up yet we're kind of waiting for the next big birthday nice so Okay, so this one I have even less to go on. Um, uh, I just kind of played this while I was waiting uh, for us to record tonight, so I I played it for a good hour or so. You remember Pokemon Snap from the N64. Fun game. One of the the nine good N64 games. (laughs) Yeah, fun, laid-back, mellow game where basically you're on a, a track you know, and and what what what's the what's what's the word I'm looking for, Josh? I'm half asleep here. It's, it's been a long goddamn day. It's the uh, Nintendo's answer as a non-violent rail shooter. Rail shooter. That's what I'm looking for. So you're on a rail. It's it's completely on rails, 
and you can, you know, look around as you're kind of on this track and snap pictures of Pokemon as they do wacky things or just maybe sit there and sniff their balls. Does Pokemon have balls? I don't know. Um, but, it, but, uh, um, it is, it is, imagine yourself if you've never played Pokemon Snap or, and you don't know what new Pokemon Snap is all about. Imagine yourself at a theme park, like at, you're at Disney and you're going down some sort of lazy river ride or whatever. And you're just sitting there and it's all on rails and you're looking around with your phone and you're taking pictures. That's essentially what this game is. Um, and when you're done with every level or every ride, uh, every trip, um, you take your pictures back to the professor, Professor Mirror, and he will rank your pictures uh, based on uh, how the how they're framed, uh, with the pose of the Pokemon, uh, if there are other Pokemon in the background, uh, all sorts of different things. Um, and you can get one, two, three, or four stars for every picture you get. And obviously, you want the four star picture, and you gain points for for these pictures. Uh, the more points you gain, you level up. When you level up, more Pokemon appear in levels that you've already gone through. Um, so it gives you kind of incentive to go back uh, and revisit these levels. Uh, you can also now uh, visit these levels at night and so you can see shiny, glowy Pokemon and all that stuff. Oh um, so uh, it's a, you know, it's a super chill game. Um, and the levels are super quick. You know, they're just a few minutes long, which I appreciate because if you miss that shot that you want to get, uh, you can back it. You can finish the level up and jump back in really quickly and be like, all right, I know that this Pokemon's here. Um, he's going to be doing this thing. I want to make sure to catch it at the perfect time. Uh, you also get items. You also get items and different abilities to kind of catch the Pokemon's attention. Um, the first one you get is like is a scan function where you can kind of scan the area and it'll tell you when there's cool stuff or different items like hanging around. Um, but that scan function also will um, get the attention of Pokemon or maybe startle them and make them do something that they normally wouldn't do. So you can snap a picture at the right time and take it back for more points. Um, it's, it seems to be more robust than the original Pokemon snap, which I remember as just being like a few levels, you know, like it wasn't anything big. Yeah. Um, this, you can, there are levels all over the Island, so you can play this. Um, it seems like there's going to be a lot more replay value to this. Um, great for kids, honestly, great for, um, beginner gamers, like game, like young gamers who don't have a lot of experience. Um, it doesn't require, yep. it doesn't require, you know, any sort of, um, fast paced, you know, uh, reaction times like returnal would, right. Um, it's not, right. it's not terribly complex. You move your, move your camera left, right, up and down and you hit the snap button, you know, that's, and you can zoom if you want to, but that's about all there is to it. Um, my niece is, uh, is a burgeoning Pokemaniac. So I plan on buying her this game soon. Um, nice. And she's only six. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but that said, you know, it's still a chill game just to relax and tool around, play some Pokemon, take some pictures of some Pokemon, you know, while you're while you're trying to relax from a frenetic uh, uh, round of Returnal, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's it's interesting, too. This is actually coming. And you said this is great for new beginners and, in, in you know, kids or maybe new new people that, knew that, that are new to Pokemon. 
this this, come, this comes 22 years after the original. The original Isn't that crazy? 1999 on the Switch. So this game is most likely geared to an entirely different generation of kids, people that probably weren't even alive when the original one came out. Yeah. It's like kind of crazy. And another interesting tidbit here that I was kind of looking up some stuff about it, this game was not developed by Nintendo. It was developed by Bandai Namco, of all weird things. Yeah. Nuts, man, right? Super weird. I, I like that Nintendo does that to kind of include um, uh, third-party developers into their, you know, under their platform because it really people buy Nintendo consoles for the Nintendo games. Yeah. Um, it always it always wigs me out when I see that Bandai Namco making a Pokemon Snap game. I mean, what shit? Sega made an F Zero game once. This is just weird. It feels weird to me. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's a it's a full ass price game though, which, uh, uh, you know, I gotta say. Um, come on, Nintendo. Um, you made me pay 60 bucks for this thing. Like, really? Um, and, and normally I would not have paid 60 bucks for this, but I I just, I had such fond memories of the original that I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not even a big Pokemon fan, you know? Um, I dabble in Pokemon games. I rarely ever play them, and I don't, I think the, the only Pokemon game I ever played through the end was Pokemon Blue. So, um, Anyway, yeah. uh, that's it for the game spotlight. Josh, are you ready for the last question? Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm hyped up and I'm ready. Yes. All right. So speaking of Pokemon Snap, where the entire point of the game is to take pictures in the game. Um, most consoles these days now have the ability to take screenshots. And, you know, whether you're going to just save them or um, make wallpaper out of them or, uh, you know, post them on social media. Sure. What game has there been a game where you're like, I need to uh, screen capture this because it's, you know, because this looks so amazing. Or I, I what I guess my my question is, what is a game where you found yourself making screen captures because you just love the look of it well i can think of back in the in the 90s when i had a my turbo graphics or my super nintendo and i'd have a vcr and i would connect yes. i connect them to a vcr so i could record the endings of some games because i was so excited and i was so hyped you know first time i saw the ending of secret of mana i recorded it i've got literally eight, and so all, all most of those tapes are gone and long, long, long gone. But I did find one recently that's got the ending of Dungeon Explorer 2, Dungeon Master, and fucking Battle Royale on the Turbo Graphics. That's awesome. So I had to record that because there was never a chance of me playing through that thing again. Um, but, you know, um, you're talking about a game where I would love to take a screenshot of some of the craziest things I've ever seen in the game. Yeah. I'd have to say Gekisha Boy on a PC Engine. Photograph Boy. <laughs> nice. That's the game. Michael Jackson. Uh, you know, some swearing in the background. You never know, a, a flasher. Those are things you got to share on social media, my friend. Yeah. Um, the game that comes to mind for me was um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, um, that's, your, that's your baby, man. Absolutely beautiful game. They even, like, had different filters you could put on the screenshots and all that stuff. And um, they had the Kurosawa mode where you just bump it into, like, a grainy black and white and... I got to this, um, I got to a boss battle, or not even a boss battle, it was, they had these standoffs, um, and it was underneath a waterfall, and I 
popped it into Kurosawa mode and hit the capture gameplay on it. And it was awesome. It was like watching an old samurai flick. It was, it was I, after I after I beat him, uh, and, and luckily it turned out really well because it was a really good battle. Like it was an intense battle, and I freaking beat the guy by the skin of my teeth. Nice. Um, so after it was done, I rewatched it a couple times. I was like, that was amazing. Like it was just fucking <laughs> incredible. Um, anyway, so that's my answer. All right, cool. and. That's it for this week. If you want to find more of our stuff, you can go to mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. At the top right of that page is a link to our Discord chat. Always stuff going on in the Discord chat, youtube.com slash mojomenace. That's where Klaus and I post wacky sometimes videos and just silly shit. Uh, Bait is coming soon. I think I don't know. I haven't talked to Klaus in like two weeks. I gotta. <laughs> we we watched the we watched the first cut of it, and I was like, "That's it's fucking weird." Um, but uh, so it's in it's in post post production at this point. So hopefully we can get it out in the next couple of weeks. Um, anyway, uh, on the social medias, we are everywhere at Mojo Menace. Josh, where can they find you? Well, if you'd like to uh, continue the conversation with me about stacks of VHS tapes full of video game footage from the 90s, that's where I'm at. You can check me out on the Twitterverse at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the internet. All right. Well, I'm going to edit this, post it, and pass out. See you next week, everybody. Bye.